Hello. Okay, we're live. Um, welcome everyone to Mom Cave Live, where we may have lost our minds, but we haven't lost our sense of humor. And I'm Jen, and I have author Cynthia Hammer here with me tonight, and we have so much to talk about. Hey, Cynthia. Hi, Jen. Nice to be with you again. Thank you. Yeah, I was a, a guest on, on Cynthia's podcast just a little while ago, and I'll tell you all about that. But we like for this to be interactive. So we can read the comments. If you have any questions or comments, just pop them in there and we will be watching it and we'll be talking um, with everybody. So Cynthia wrote a book. First of all, congratulations on actually writing an entire book because not everyone can do that. <laughs> Well, and especially if you have ADHD, it's a little hard to do. Yeah. And I only did it because I was forced into isolation because of COVID. Oh, I think we can all blame COVID, good and bad, on many things. And <laughs> yeah, it made us do some things we wouldn't have otherwise done. Um, well, I think it, I, at least women I talked to, a lot of women figured out their ADHD because of COVID. So it was good in that way. They were home watching TikTok, watching Instagram, and they started recognizing themselves. Right. Well, that is definitely what happened to me and some of my oh, friends. Really? So I, I would love to talk about that. Um, before we do, I, I'll flash up the book and the link to the book. Will, it'll be in the comments. But this is ah. Cynthia's book. And um, when, oops, see, I'm having all my crazy things happening here with my screen. We don't need to see you. Okay. So when, um, there we go. Now we want you to be next to me. Ah, the technical difficulties. There we go. Okay. That's much better. Just slow motion. It's working slowly. <laughs> Sometimes when you have ADHD, it seems like, your brain either is working too quickly for the situation or too slowly for the situation, but it's never on it. Well, someone wrote the other day, which I really responded to about how time differs. And they said, if you're getting ready to go someplace, time is really short. But mm -hmm. if you're waiting for someone, oh. time is really long. That's true. That's so true. And they true. were talking, you know, back and forth between when time seems to drag on forever and mm -hmm. when it goes by so quickly, you can't imagine you're running late. Right. And, and that's like parenthood in general. It's like some, the days, you know, that's the silly cliche. The days feel so long, Yes, <laughs> but, but the years Especially are Especially when school gets out for the summer. Those first few days of summer Ugh. are really long. They are very long and very rough. So let's get back to the ADHD talk. Okay. Um, it's like you said, it seemed like with the advent of TikTok, all of a the sudden there were all of these um, people telling you about how adult women were not diagnosed at all or incorrectly diagnosed that they had had ADHD and everyone was sort of figuring it out by listening to each other's symptoms and experiences and going, oh, that's me, I see that in me. Um, so do you think that the rates of ADHD have gone up or just the rates of being diagnosed have gone up? Well, I'm reading that the even for autism and for ADHD, the symptoms were based on research done mostly on males. And mm -hmm. so it's more natural that the males are getting draw, drawn out. Besides that, the I can't say the girls don't have physical hyperactivity, but the men 
are more free to release their physical hyperactivity. So they got diagnosed more often. Mm. And the average age of children getting diagnosed is seven, but that excluded all these girls that weren't right. getting diagnosed at all. And even now we think only about 20% of the adults know that they have ADHD. So there's a, a big backlog. When, okay, when you say have ADHD, to me, it's always like, that kind of sounds like, is it a, not a disease, but a, it's a disorder. But what you have, I guess, is a collection of symptoms or a way, I'm, I'm, I'm not making any sense right yeah. now. But you know, I, I it's, it's not like I have this disease. It's more like I have these characteristics of that that's maybe the way my brain works. Is, is that correct? I would think so. It's down to our brain wiring and there are certain things that are harder for us to do. And maybe there are other things that are easier for us to do, but we're not, we're in a minority. Mm -hmm. So the world is mostly set up for people who don't have brains like us. And we're trying to say, Hey, Hey, you know, just with a few adaptations, will function much better in situations where now we're often feeling ashamed or mm -hmm. uh, awkward. Uh, we're not sure how to proceed. So our organization is really into children getting diagnosed by the second grade. Wow. Coming through life, knowing that you have this different brain mm -hmm. is just, it's a huge, it's a game changer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've experienced that yet, Jennifer, because you said you've only been diagnosed a couple of years, mm -hmm. but it, it usually takes more than a couple of years to really feel comfortable in a persona mm -hmm. that incorporates your ADHD. Yeah. I mean, to be very honest, there are still times where I'm like, oh, is this a real thing? Is it's, it's so, it seems so trendy, especially with like we were talking about the whole TikTok yeah. thing and everyone in there, every girl online, girl, we're women, every woman online is saying I have ADHD now. And I was, and I kind of some, on some days doubt, like, is it, is it just the trendy thing, you know? And then we get medicated and it's kind of, is it like in, you know, back in the fifties when housewives were depressed, so they were getting oh. all kinds of drugs. Yes. I know it isn't that. I know it isn't. But on my dark days, I'm like, maybe this isn't a thing. And even so I even doubt it, though I most definitely have it. Well, at least a lot of people that I talked to, they went through their lives knowing, feeling they were different. Yes. And so I think that's the first clue. Mm -hmm. If you really felt different throughout your life without an explanation of why do I feel different? Dr. Dodson talks about people feeling like they didn't get the owner's manual or they got the wrong owner's manual. They just aren't sure how to function right. in certain situations in our society. And then when they do really well, they have this variable performance, which adds to their saying, you know, who am I? Mm -hmm. Am I this person who can do awesome things, but the next day I turn around and do something dumb? Without right. the explanation of why that might happen in your life, you do absorb those comments. You're lazy. You're stupid. You're you're not right. living up to your potential. And you have to say, yeah, I agree. I'm not living up to my potential, <laughs> but I don't know how to. Right. Well, to me, I, I definitely always felt like different, but I just thought this is just me. This is the way I am. Something's wrong with me. No, I don't know what it is, but 
you know, I can't, I don't have the energy other people have. I get overwhelmed so easily. I can't concentrate on one thing. And that's just, that's just me. And it's kind of this, um, that's a more negative way of feeling. Yeah, and people end up saying it's my personality flaw. There were mm -hmm. some people that said, I thought it was normal because my whole family was this way. <laughs> so right. that was that was kind of uh, refreshing to hear. You know, yeah. That, that she didn't feel alone. Right. Well, that's good if you if you don't feel alone. Um, yeah. How common is it for it to run in families? Do you know the statistics on that? Uh, I think the research is that the likelihood is that 50% one or the other parent has it. It's that genetic. Mm -hmm. And what I had heard 30 years ago, just from a practicing pediatrician, is that second to height and you know how often we say, oh, he inherited his height from his yeah, dad or he inherited his height. They say that ADHD is the second most inheritable characteristic that they have found. I have so never heard it's very, that. Oh, my goodness. Very common. And beyond that, though, if you don't have ADHD in your family, you might have autism. You mm -hmm. might have bipolar. There are lots of, I guess, parts of the brain where things could just be wired differently. Mm -hmm. And so there's a complex of disorders, I guess you'd call it, that could run in families. Yeah. And how, if you don't mind me asking, how old were you when you were diagnosed? Well, it was 30 years ago, mm -hmm. almost 31. Wow. I'm going to be 80 uh, next Tuesday. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> and I got diagnosed when I was 49. Okay. And when I was diagnosed, which happens the same way happens now with a lot of adults, is their child was getting diagnosed and they learned about it and figured this is me also. Okay. But when I was diagnosed, I was ashamed and sad. And I thought I was the only adult in America that knew they had ADHD. Yeah. So, so when I found one other person... And when I found a book, there was only one book then. There was no, um, it wasn't even, it was before Driven to Distraction. Yeah. Um, um, Certainly before any internet to go and find some oh, chat group to talk about yes, it. Yes, right, right, yeah. So having one person in my, my state, and then we went to a conference together, which was the first conference for adults. That, mm -hmm. was, that was the start. Wow, wow. Do you think your life would have been very different if you had been diagnosed as a child? Someone, I, it, first up off, they say people with ADD have terrible memories. So it's hard for me to remember <laughs> except certain episodes mm -hmm. that stand out in my childhood. So it's hard for me to say. Mm -hmm. I know that I wasn't the best student. I was always a B student with an A in gym. In college, I was a C student with an A, uh, with a B in PE. So I don't know if I would have been a better student. I always wondered why I wasn't a better student. I wanted to be. My brother and sister were both in the top classes in their school. So as far as my generation and maybe my dad's upbringing, but he said we could become a nurse or a teacher. Mm -hmm. So even though I think I would have enjoyed being an attorney now that I look back on it, yeah, I don't think I, my parents would have steered me in that direction. And it was a joke when I went to college, but it was mostly 
you go to get to college to get an MRS. <laughs> Mrs. To meet the husband. And did you? Yeah. Did you meet your husband in college? I guess so, in a way. It was kind of an off and on relationship. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I must confess, I met my husband in college and we're still married. So, uh -huh. um, yeah. But it wasn't that kind of college. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I had a different experience than you as a child. And, and anyone who's watching, if you want to jump in and tell us if you see oh. this, what you see in yourself or your kids, um, I, was an, I was a straight A student. I had the highest SAT score that my high school ever had. My, amazing. Um, and I loved school. But it was because I was, um, and that's why I think, you know, no, I was not diagnosed. Nobody thought of it. And maybe that's why you question it too, because mm -hmm. you're told if you're smart, you can't right. have ADHD, which is a myth. Right. But if you, if you ever talk to my mother, she'll tell you all kinds of things. Like uh -huh. um, she used to always say, Jennifer leaves trails everywhere, meaning I just have piles of stuff. And I'm very like, if, if something gets put away, I'll forget it exists. So I have to have it there to see it to tell me to do something. And then those pile yes. up because uh -huh. I don't, I'm not the best judge of time uh, or prioritizing. All of a sudden, it just looks like bombs have gone off. Um, and I, I think I was a good student because I overcompensated in all of, all of these ways and my brain was going so quickly and I put a lot of my angst into, well, if I just study harder, if I just do this and I memorize these things. Um, and I think I would have been maybe more relaxed if I knew that I had ADHD. Well, I'm wondering when you are a good student, do you get benefits from that? Did you tell yourself, I'm smart, I'm a good student? You know, did that kind of balance some of the I mean, negative things going on? In in many times, you know, there were times where I was proud and I was, I was happy that I was a good student and I was being recognized for it. But there was always this belief in the back of like, yeah, I can be really smart. Like I can pass tests and I can be really smart, but deep down, they don't know that I am a disaster. Oh, oh you felt like an imposter. Yeah. Well, for me, I, I was too unaware. I tell people I was too unaware to mask, but when I tried to go for college interviews and I don't mm -hmm. know if they still do them in person, the person asked me why my score on my SAT varied between 150 points between one year and the wow. next year. I, and she said, didn't you feel well that way that, that day? I had no explanation. But right. when I got diagnosed, I realized that's tied in with probably anxiety, um, variable performance. Yeah, you can't explain why some days you're on and some days you're off. No. Um, do you, um, deal with like a lot of energy ups and downs and. Well, I know when you talked about that, I used to need to take naps a lot mm -hmm. and I can't say now that I'm back having allergy problems, which also from research is more prevalent in people with ADHD. Wow. There's a lot of health conditions. We're so that, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get the whole the whole ball of wax. I yeah. don't know. I mean, we do get apparently more health problems because we don't aren't consistent. We don't follow the doctor's directions. Mm -hmm. It's hard for us to mm -hmm. follow a diet. It's hard for us to go get exercise. That regularity is hard for us. So 
now I don't need, I think my energy is good all day long. Well, that's Except, so great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, when we talked, I, I guess I just touched on that. That was like the thing that kept my whole life has been, I've been a low energy person and I get a ton done and I'm really productive, but then I just crash. And I feel like if I don't take a nap, I'm going to be ill. I'm going to die. Right. And I mean, so, yeah. Feeling. yeah, just being worn out. And I, it was hard for me to understand when you said that, how medicine makes the difference. Um, is I it think like having coffee or is it less anxiety? Because I, I like, think anxiety can wear you out too. Yeah, I think that what, what wears me out is that my brain is going so quickly and can't focus on one thing. And I'm trying to do all these things at once and they all seem equally important. Um, so, so being the, calm, calmer. yeah, the medication kind of calms that down. It doesn't change uh -huh. much about who I am or anything. It just, I just kind of, the first time I took it, I went, Oh, like it's like, it was like a buzz kind of stopped, like the, a background noise kind of stopped a little bit. Um, yeah. So for a lot of people, when they take medication, they don't even see the difference because they just feel normal. Maybe mm -hmm. they feel like their best selves. But right. They feel you like felt so crappy selves. when you're not on the medication. You're like, more, oh. of, the, more of the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely uh, true for me. And coffee definitely helps. I know that um, caffeine is sort of a self-medicating thing. So you drink a lot of coffee or... Or I try not to drink too much. I drink uh, a cup yeah. in the morning and uh -huh. I, my routine, I definitely always have a cup in the morning and a cup at 5 PM. Oh, wow. You have a routine. Yeah. That's my coffee routine. And I love it. Um, that the one at 5 PM is like a yummy vanilla latte coffee. So it's uh -huh. like, I look forward to it. Oh. And then on days that I'm really, really busy and exhausted, I sometimes will have a cup in the middle there or a cup of tea, but I, I definitely feel a difference. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about something that you introduced me to, um, uh -huh. after we did our, our talk on your podcast, mm -hmm. you emailed me and you said, I'm, there's this thing. And I think that it might be helpful for you. I'm not selling it. I'm not paid to yeah. tell you this. Um, and I had heard of it before, but I never thought of really, really giving it a try. Can you mm -hmm. just briefly say what that is about? What that is? <laughs> I well, I guess I met someone connected with the company and as a favor to him, I said I'd try it. And so for me, if I tell someone something, that helps me to get to do it. But oh. I can't say that I would have persisted as much as I did without having told someone. Yeah. Um, it's a video game that's on your cell phone. I don't know what the price is a month, but... Um, it's purpose, it's been scientifically constructed to improve someone's attention. It's not supposed to replace medication, right? But it does improve someone's attention. And I've played since mid July every day. Oh, yeah. Um, and I have, I did, I feel like it improved my attention and that boring tasks that I needed to do for my organization, I could persist with almost all day long. And wow. I would think prior to doing this, I couldn't have persisted like that. Yes. Um, so I, I say the ADHD oh, brain gets bored very quickly and boredom yes. is just like hell for us. So, right. And so yeah. I, 
it is kind of boring because you're manipulating this guy on a little raft going down a stream and he's got these fountains he's supposed to hit. And then every now and then something that you've been told ahead of time to remember and you're in real trouble if you don't remember, you need to remember that target. So when it appears, you zap the target. And if you're zapping the wrong target or if you're not zapping quickly enough, um, you don't get to move to the next level. Yeah. So there's all those little rewards that you want to be successful. Yeah, I, I find it really interesting. I was reading a little bit about it, and apparently this has been um, clinically tested and used uh, for children before before this version. We're talking about the adult version, and it's called yes. en- Endeavor OTC. But the, the Endeavor for children was approved by the FDA as an ADHD treatment, which blows my mind that the FDA yeah. FDA approves a video game. Yeah, well, I think it blew a lot of people's minds and they questioned it. But now that it's out for adults, it's just over the counter. They're working to try to make it approved by the FDA. Mm-hmm. But um, I forgot what I well, was going to say. That's okay, because <laughs> things come and go. Well, I've been trying it. It's, it's, I don't know. It's been a week or two. And yeah. I don't yeah, know. Usually if, they know. say you have to stick with it for six months, uh, six weeks. Six weeks. But the drawback, and they haven't, unable to tell you this yet, is you don't know what you have to do to continue. I mean, I got to a certain level, which is like 50% of the highest you could get, I get. Uh-huh. And I'm plateauing. They say oh. at some point you plateau. Really? Well, is they say it's like exercise for the body. So now that I plateaued, what do I have to do to maintain it? Do I right. have to still do it every day? I don't want to. You know, <laughs> can I do it five minutes a day? Or, you know, what do I do to maintain? That's interesting. I don't want to lose what I've acquired, exactly. but I don't want to keep giving 25 minutes a day to maintain either. Yeah, I wonder if they'll figure that out. Um, yeah, oh, I've been I swear doing they it. Will. They're working on it now. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, the book is "Living with Inattentive ADHD." Da, 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 da. I read it. It was great. It was a good book, and I was enjoying it. And I was reading it pretty calmly. Um, I was. I actually had a few days off, and I was trying to relax and have a vacation. So I'm reading this book, and I won't give anything away. Well, I got to a part of the book, and I was gutted and I'm sure you know what part I'm referring to. And um, so that was very touching for me and it was surprising. Um, And uh, yeah, this, the way that ADHD can affect our lives is, is massive. So um, anybody's Mm -hmm. watching and they are looking for resources, go to Cynthia's, uh, she's a, are you the founder? What's your title? You're the founder. You're the president. The- well, we say the executive director. We oh, have okay. a nonprofit now called the Inattentive ADHD Coalition. And we have a website with a lot of good articles on it. We have uh, videos there, but we also have videos on a YouTube channel. And Jennifer, is I just posted her video today. Oh. So if you want to go see her interview with uh, Catherine Ellison, who's a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, she also has ADD, but the combined type, 
So as I go along, I'm gathering people that <laughs> allies in this. Well, yeah, I'm giving a presentation at a bookstore for University of Washington, and the person there that you know chose me, she has inattentive ADHD. So I think Jennifer has it. So that's how I'm getting my speaking <laughs> engagement. People, yeah. 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 Are you been... as strange as me? Like that? Oh, you are? Okay. Well, now we'll help each other out. It's kind of... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Go go visit her site. I, it's I well, the book is for or... sale at Amazon and it, it should be available at all your bookstores. It um, is. And let me make sure I can yeah. put it. I'm going to... It should come up in the... Should come up in in the comments when I do this. Yeah, maybe, I mean, now that not. I've heard these <laughs> bad things about Amazon, I I hate to tell people to go there to buy my book. Yeah. So ask for it at your library or ask your local bookstore to buy it because um, I'm I'm hearing that Amazon doesn't have some well the innocent and proven guilty, I guess, but there are <laughs> cases out there that they kind of force people to not give a better price for their product anywhere else. Well, I'm kind of addicted to Amazon, so um, me too. nothing stops me. The, the UPS man comes here every day, pretty much. And my daughter is like, oh, it's the UPS man. What, is, what do we get now? Um, <laughs> oh, not, it's not the prime delivery person? No, I'm too rural for that. So the shipping takes oh. a little longer to get to me. Oh, so you don't get next different. day or no, we get two days, <laughs> two days out here in the boonies. Um, but I, I put the, um, the URL to the book right in the comments there. And um, I thank you for writing it and for finding me and um, keep doing what you're doing. You, you, are, you have a great mission. Thank you. Yeah, we're done. I think we're about done. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you.